Hello, and welcome to Stride and Saunter, episode 237. I'm Kip Clark. And I'm Kathleen Duffy. And today, Kathleen, we're going to be discussing an article published by Slate on October 12th, 2018 by Heather Schwedell entitled, Would You Pay a Random Website 99 Cents to Find Out Who Else Paid It 99 Cents? And this website was created by folks at Thinko, a company based in Brooklyn that produces computer entertainment and creates cartoons, video games, and quote, other weird internet things. And the website is called whopaid99cents.com. And at the time of writing this article in October of 2018, had only garnered 77 participants from across the internet. One more time, this is whopaid99cents.com. And to begin, Kathleen, I so vehemently disagree with some of the wording in Heather's intro paragraph. And I quote, The conceit is diabolical. The only way to see who was stupid enough to fall for it is to pay the money and become a sucker yourself. And what I really resent about that language is that 99 cents, to me, does not seem like an excessive amount of money. And I know that I come from a background of being financially privileged and not having to worry about money very much. And I know there are people who would love to have a dollar more in their bank account. But at least in my mind, and I do feel like this might be more universal than simply a privileged perspective, 99 cents does not seem like that much money. And as inflation increases, it will actually be even less money if the website and its URL remain the same. And so to say that this is a diabolical conceit, when I would actually argue that this is incredibly transparent and that other people are stupid or suckers, I really think plays down what I actually see as profound anthropological value in this website. But lest I wax poetic further about how much I actually think this is truly valuable, I'd love to hear your thoughts. I am definitely on the same page as you on this one. I don't think that there's anything really sinister going on in this. If anything, it's incredibly direct and honest. Reading this and later visiting the website, it appeared to me like I was being offered a secret. And in that sense, there is kind of a teasing aspect to it. But they give you the opportunity to get in on it. And I think that's what the main appeal of this website is, which led me to reflect, would I do this? As you said, 99 cents isn't that much money for me. Reading that there were only 77 people who had participated definitely put me off and surprised me in a lot of ways, mostly because there are simply so many people in the world. And this seems like something that would draw a bigger crowd. I read a couple of other articles on this website, and I stumbled across a screenshot of a list of the participants as it's presented on the website. And what really interested me here is the fact that a lot of people don't use their real names or full names. Instead, they'll just write Justin or even attach a link to their SoundCloud as a way of self-advertising. And so much of the initial draw for me as a curious person is the fact that I can see who is really here how this website functions as a guest book, a way of signing in that reminds me a lot of bathroom graffiti and etching your name into something permanent, but without those real names and without any way for the website to enforce this kind of authenticity, I find myself not really interested in participating myself. I loved your description early on that this website is incredibly direct and honest because to me, it's arguably one of, if not the most honest website 
in the modern 21st century iteration of the internet, at least as we record this in 2019. The URL is incredibly clear, at least if you speak English, and the website itself is pretty bare bones and doesn't lie to you about its purpose. Sure, you are giving payment information, and I concede that that could be abused, but you would also have a means of contacting this company if in fact they mistreated your information. And to me, there's something so powerful about that candor in an internet that is filled with dishonesty and deception. How many people have anonymous accounts or more than one account to actually cloak their intentions or behaviors on the web? There is something really profoundly clear and straightforward. Even when people enter into this guestbook, as you said, SoundCloud handles or other things with which to draw attention or advertise themselves, we still know what they did to get into this guestbook. We know what their journey was. And that's really beautiful in a world where we don't know what other people's journeys are most of the time. Even if you see a tombstone, a definitive marker of a life that existed with timestamps on it of when this person was born and when they passed away, you don't know what brought them to that grave at that specific day on that specific year. You just know that it happened. But who paid 99 cents.com is beautifully straightforward. I also love that you reference yourself as a curious person because to me, this is a great site to help quantify and illustrate curiosity in a way because the barrier to entry, again, I feel is relatively low. But I also think that websites like Slate or Mashable, who was quoted as saying, don't give this dumb website your money, there's better things to spend your money on, do a good deal to shame people who might potentially spend this money. And frankly, I don't think that's a great way to motivate people to spend their capital elsewhere. And we also live in a world where apps of all sorts will request more money than 99 cents to get rid of ads or to have a few hours more to play a certain game, all of which arguably have similar tangible or non-tangible benefits as does whopaid99cents.com. And it's not in the tens, twenties, or even hundreds of dollars. So I think there's a bit of an overreaction on the part of Slate, Mashable, and other sites or editors who would take great issue with it. And lastly, on the topic of curiosity, I love that this site exists as a means to get pretty close in my mind to almost quantifying a level of curiosity. I would love other thought experiments similar to this if you could somehow trade a year of your life to see inside a bank vault that would only be open to similar parties and individuals who had sacrificed the same. That would reveal a lot about the persons who said yes to that deal. And similarly, Kathleen, your reference to the 77 people, to me, illustrates something. We don't know how many people have heard of this website, and perhaps this episode will give it a boost in traffic, but I would love to know how many visitors it gets and what proportion of them actually participate. That might tell us something about curiosity, or at the very least, how and if some people allow curiosity to drive their impulses and behaviors. Your comment referring to the very fact of participating and paying the 99 cents offers an insight into motives and reflects a shared journey definitely reframes my system of valuation for the website. Even though we don't see the real names of people, I do appreciate that there's a kind of kinship that arises in this platform. 
it's not only the fact that there are other curious people here, there are curious people all around us, but that these 77 people are curious about the exact same thing and want to know exactly who you are. I think in a big way, leaving your name is saying, I want you to know me too. Initially, I struggled with the fact that this is a really different kind of website. It's not based in any kind of overt productivity or communication because it's one way and one time interaction, but it is nonetheless necessarily communal and a call to know and be known by others. Like you, I found myself becoming frustrated with the word choices of Schwedel as she was writing this piece. And I found these choices of words particularly interesting in relation to the words that the creators of the website themselves use, that they don't refer to this as a dumb, stupid thing, but rather as something fun. Sure, it's a joke to them, but it makes them laugh. It makes them happy and brings them joy. To them, it's not a waste of time or money. And of course, in the article, the creators note that it only took them a few hours to make and that they're actually surprised at times to see people simultaneously triggering alerts that they've paid the 99 cents. I'd like to come back to your earlier phrasing that I think is really beautiful of seeing this as a type of bathroom graffiti. It's not about simultaneous communication, but an asynchronous type of conversation, leaving something behind for someone else to see. And I think it's really powerful and speaks to a way in which human beings use our imagination. We know that time is going to continue on and frankly march past us to the point that people can interact with or make use of things we leave behind for them. And that's not to say that no members of the animal kingdom are not also capable of leaving behind markings or messages, but human beings with an especially vast capacity to imagine, I think, make great use of asynchronous communication. And I also found your phrasing just now really profound that people might pay 99 cents because in their minds, I want to know who you are, other people who have also paid this, and you said, I want you to know me too. And on some level, not only do I find this site simplistic and straightforward and beautiful in that, but in your word choice, I also find it decidedly human. So many of us, for all of our wants, all of our wild desires for status and wealth and achievement, etc., I think many of us, if you boil down all of that, what we want is a mixture of wanting to be known and wanting to know others, to know the world around us. Not everyone's as social as everyone else, of course, but I think in that, as an experience and perhaps an experiment, it's particularly interesting. There's also the element of keeping up with the Joneses. I suspect many people do this out of social envy, a desire to fit in and to see who else has participated in a rather uncommon activity. As we've discussed this topic, especially your last comments, I'm reminded of an anecdote. In the downtown where I grew up, there's a little piece of paper hidden in a crevice in one of the buildings. And if you take it out and unscroll it, there are dozens, if not hundreds of names written there of different people who have found the piece of paper or friends who have shown them. What I find distinct about this website is not only the nature of the platform, making it literally universal, that we see names that sound unfamiliar, that we don't know how to pronounce, but also that that 99 cents adds stakes to it. Even though this amount seems relatively nominal, it still costs us something and acts as a reflection. 
or a question of what you're willing to go through to see those names and to have your name added to the list. And for me, framing the website in this way also gives me an appreciation for the small number of people who have participated. If anything, it feels more special that people have happened across the website while they're online one day or were sent the link by a friend. It doesn't feel that different from the little piece of paper in my own hometown. And throughout this discussion, I found myself changing my mind about my earlier decision not to pay and add my name. Before talking, when I thought about adding my name, part of the excitement was seeing people I knew, maybe the name of a friend or a family member, the chances of which are incredibly slim considering the small pool of people there. But I think I've come to have a new kind of appreciation for the fact that all that might be there are strangers or names that aren't even real. And if anything, that just leaves me with something to wonder about. And my friend, with that particular word choice, before we conclude this episode, what would you like our audience to consider or wonder about after listening to our conversation? First and foremost, I am wondering if anybody will actually go out and do this. Are you willing to pay the 99 cents to have your name added to the list and see who else is there? If so, I would love to hear what you think about it. But I'm also curious to hear about what you would be willing to pay. If it were a dollar or even more, would you still be willing to add your name? Or if you don't think you would add your name, would that change if the price were lower? I'm also curious to hear if any of the listeners are on a completely different page as you and I. And if they think we're imbuing meaning where it just might not be there. If they agree with the author of this piece that they think this is some kind of trick or perceive something sinister or misleading about the transactional nature of this website. And Kathleen, similar to your question, I'd be really curious to know if the audience takes a temperature of their opinions right now of this 99 cent offer, how their opinion changes when that amount goes up and what the crowd of people that it draws looks like when we look at numbers like $10 or 50, 100 even. I would like to let the audience know or remind them if they already knew that there have existed apps in the past on smartphone stores entirely dedicated to demonstrating one's wealth that costed $1,000 and had no functionality whatsoever except as a status symbol. I think that comes into play a lot with purchases we make and as our digital landscape grows and unfolds as a species a relatively young digital landscape in the span of the many years that humanity's been around, I'm curious to see how conspicuous consumption affects the ways we all behave with our purchases. There are some purchases we're very comfortable sharing and others not so much. And this to me skirts an interesting line. I also can't get over the fact that it almost or essentially quantifies curiosity. And to those out there who are listening to this show, I suspect you have a certain relationship to curiosity, and I'm curious to know where that begins or ends. Can you place a price tag on your own curiosity or on the curiosity of others? Are there certain purchases you would make to encourage the curiosity of those around you that you wouldn't spend on yourself or vice versa? But of course, as always, we want this to be a conversation among, not simply a conversation between, and we'd love to hear what you think. So if you have any opinions, comments, or thoughts of any kind, please reach out to us. You can find us on Twitter or on Facebook. You can also email us via strideandsaunter at gmail.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the show as well as supporting us on Patreon. 
where in exchange for your support, you'll receive exclusive perks like bonus episodes. And as always, we thank you very much for listening, and from thought to word and voice to ear, this is Kip Clark, signing off. And I'm Kathleen Duffy. Go in peace and conversation.